Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. and welcome to Come For Supper. I'm Alexandra Dudley, food writer, cook and serial dinner party host. So I thought it'd be fun to sit down with people who share that love for food, chat about life and learn a little bit more about how they like to serve supper. I speak to chefs, restaurateurs, artists, actors, authors and pretty much anyone who likes to entertain. If you're new to the podcast, make sure you click subscribe and if you enjoy it, rate it, review it and tell your friends as it makes all the difference. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy the show. Good evening everyone. Thank you for coming to tonight's Come for Supper. So tonight we have not one but two very special guests. They've been dubbed Semi-fit guys famous for losing MasterChef, who love to cook a good meal. Since appearing on the hit TV show in 2016, they've gone on to host their own supper clubs, cookery demos, and work with brands including Le Creuset, Kettle One, and Google. I can say that I've had the pleasure of cooking with these definitely very fit and charmingly funny gentlemen many times and can fully vouch for their MasterChef skills. Welcome to Come for Supper, Billy and Jack. Oh, thank you for having us. <laughs> that was a proper introduction. <laughs> so how are you guys this evening? Very good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. Where have you come from? Oxford Circus, pretty boring. <laughs> I heard you came from Barbados earlier. Yeah, Billy just got back from holiday. You can tell because he's got a tan. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to say anything about it, but... He's been complaining all afternoon about feeling tired and jet-lagged and all this sort of stuff. So I'd please give him no sympathy whatsoever. I'm also on the seed lips because my liver needs a rest. Yeah, you go. guys look great and sound great. And both of you look tanned, I have to say. I'm definitely not tanned, but anyway, there we go. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. So most of us know you from your appearance in MasterChef. Sure, Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about the backstory or what, what led you to MasterChef and where you learned to cook? Well, why I went on originally was because the guy before us in the year before, Tony, um, who has actually compared for us on stage, and I said this on stage as he asked, and I said, because I thought it was better than you, Tony, which is why I did the show, without actually thinking it was him that I was telling it to. Not in an arrogant way, I was just watching it one one day, and I thought I could do this. Having been badgered for like five years by my friends and family to go on, I actually plucked up the courage and entered um, an online form incorrectly, so it actually appears and was selected from about 10,000 people. So yeah, was what lucky. Billy's not telling you is that he didn't figure out how to fill out a PDF and then eventually... <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Your, your, your application form came through no, with like no, half a name. No picture. No picture. Just like, I think like the only sentence was, why do you want to be on a show? Because I'm amazing. Uh, or something, or something it, like It actually that. said that I wanted to own Le Manoir, which I, I don't really. I'd love to, obviously. Who wouldn't? But yeah, one of the questions is like, where do you want your food? What's your dream? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I just would love to get on the show, I suppose. But I suppose I better put something relatively interesting. So I said, I'd want to own the manoir. So they be Raymond Blanc. They literally picked him because they, the producer told us this, looked at the application form, went, well, he's an odd one. Let's get him on. <laughs> what about you, Jack? 
I, I know how to fill out a PDF. So, uh, <laughs> I, uh, no, I just, um, again, a bit like Billy, I'd watched the show for donkeys and just pressure from friends and family. You know, well, I'd say pressure. I'd say I'd probably like, oh, I'm, I'm, I can cook and I go, well, prove it. <laughs> you know, I filled it out one rainy April evening. My sister sent me the form. How many years had it been going? Oh, well, I, I mean, we were on season 12, weren't we? Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Something like yeah, season yeah, that's 12. a long time. That was, that was the days after Lloyd Grossman. Yeah, yeah, it was two yeah. years prior that he did it. And what about cooking? So I'm assuming that you must have both thought that you had some talent before going on the show. So where did you learn to cook? Who taught you to cook? Well, it's the classic, you know, everyone says, or, you know, my mum or my dad. And, and my mum is a great baker, uh, for sure. Um, and, and I kind of learned how to cook, I guess, from her a lot. But I went, I went to university. I studied fine art and basically meant I didn't have to do very much work. So uh, I taught myself how to cook at university and ended up making, like, pizzas uh, and uh, teach myself how to make beef wellingtons and all this sort of stuff because I didn't have anything As to you do. As you do, so if you could afford <laughs> fillet when you were at university. <laughs> yeah, mate, I just like, it all went on fillet steak. Can you believe it? Uh, but but I, I taught myself how to make pasta at university because I wanted to press, impress a lady. Um, very, very nice. And so that's basically where I learned to cook. <laughs> Embarrassingly. Mine's slightly more geeky in the fact that um, I played a lot of cricket as a youngster and anyone who knows cricket in the room, if you if you do, it takes up a hell of a lot of time and I actually had to give up through injury. So I had a lot more time and I was like, I like cooking. I, I, it's not from my mum or dad necessarily who are actually that good. They, they could hold their own, but they never really taught me anything. And I just literally decided, do you know what? Instead of spending 10 hours on a cricket field, I'm going to buy a two Michelin star cookbook and just teach myself how to cook. So did you did you do every recipe? Did you do like a I did, I th- I'd be surprised if there's anyone anywhere who's cooked more recipes out of the square, which is Phil Howard's two star book than me. Wow, amazing! That book's um, in tatters. <laughs> so some of them, honestly, well you would start. You, I would start three days before, so on like Tuesday or Wednesday to cook for like six people on a Saturday, and I just really geeked it up and spent a lot on truffles and stuff like that. So how how long were you doing that before you decided to enter the show? Probably about five years, I think. Wow. So uh, by the time I actually plucked up the courage to go on the show, I could make like I, I definitely still made a lot of errors, and I was still doing someone else's recipes. Effect, that's what I was doing. Um, but I did know the techniques by then. Billy's got the techniques down. Like you, you, you might not if you watch the show and you remember Billy on the show, you wouldn't have ever thought that. <laughs> <Thanks, laughs> because the techniques never really went went right. Hang but, on, it was but, only the techniques <laughs> on the eggs, which I learned actually from true. Michael O'Hare, and I'll never forgive him for it. That's true. Yeah. No, you, Billy's. Um, yeah, the the kind of level of of detail in 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 that sort of cooking is actually it's quite expansive, which is you know you wouldn't expect it from ama- from an amateur amateur chef. cook. But well, you, I'd say you're master chefs now, guys. No, we're still well, amateurs. We're we still are, we're very we, much don't, we don't pretend to be chefs because chefs so, have go through a lot of hard graft for many years to get where they are, and we stumble on a TV show and then <laughs> swan about a kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so you both made it to the finals. There was just three of you, right? In the yeah, final. Yeah, yeah. Was, I mean, cause assuming you weren't Billy and Jack then were, were you competitive or were you kind of like pally as you are now? No, I, th- I think it, you, you're okay. You are against one another and it is a competition, but it never really feels like that, especially at that mm. point in time, because you're, you spend so much time together. Like we went on a trip to Mexico and you yeah. like filming wise, you're only actually cooking for probably an hour and a half I guess something like that and the rest of the time you're either waiting for cameramen or sound men to do something or you're doing walking shots which were the pain of our lives which was 
walk here. Slow, the ones where you walk in, slow, like carrying your ingredients. Slow excitement, apparently, is what the directors sort of like, tell us. Like kind of like that, kind of like a cobbled street. And 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 where where it's filmed, there's lots Jerking of school trips arms. as well. Yeah. And there's loads of normally quite a lot of school children around, just like shouting at you, like, Oi, check him out. <laughs> But no, so you spend a lot of time and also travelling. It's like you went down yeah. to, to Plymouth, Bristol. On spent a, a lot yeah. of time on the train. Yeah. So at the time we went on the train down to, was it? Yeah, it was Plymouth, wasn't it? So yeah. it was a good like kind of four and a half hour train. And there were about 12 of us at this point, And uh, we all were like, well, let's get some train snacks. And I think I turned up with like four can of beer and some crisps. And Billy turned up with a truffle brie and a bottle of Barolo. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I mean, Which was just brilliant. If you're going to bring snacks, make sure they're good. Absolutely. <laughs> so, when did you decide to become Billy and Jack? The item. I don't, well, I don't actually, it was the I, item. I think it was actually before <laughs> the final. Oh, really? So, was you were it? like, if this because doesn't work all, out. All, all I remember is being sat at my desk in my property desk before the final had aired. Obviously, it filmed way before. Yeah. Um, the guy from the evening standard. Oh, wait, oh, so right, before right. the final aired. Yeah, no, before the final aired. Right, yeah, so yeah. after it had all happened, and we just sort of knew we'd lost, basically. <laughs> and this guy rang me up at my desk, and I was like, "Hello," and he was like, um, "It's Edward from the Evening Standard." I was like, oh, "Okay," because we had a PR company at that point, and they were sort of directing us to journalists and saying, telling us what to say. So I had no briefing of this at all, and he just rang me up, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll talk to you. Fine." <laughs> Next day, it was in like Master Chef competitors plan to open restaurant or something. This is before <laughs> the final aired, so actually, Crap. if anyone had read it, they'd have probably known that neither of us had won. Yeah, yeah. That was so, so gosh. So yeah. I, I guess the wheels were in motion before, before yeah, I th- the final day. The thing is, like when you're on a show, you, 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 it's kind of a weird one because you don't like hate the people you're on a show with. You get on really, really well with them, and you form very close friendships with them because it's not like they're. Well, I don't know. There are a few. There are a few annoying. Well, there are a few annoying can... voices that you had to put up with for ten hours a day. Yeah, sure. we won't mention any names, no. but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... That's just the that's just the producers. No, um, you spend so much time with people, and it, I, it's kind of weird. It's, I don't know. It was very weird because how often do you sit in a room with people who are as passionate about something as as you are, and you can actually say to them, "Oh, do you know what? Oh, I've I've want to try out this new Basically method for stabilizing geek. ice cream," and like anybody else in your life goes, "Oh, shut up." God. And then, and then there'd be like eight people who go. Actually, I've heard about that, and I've got a recipe book that says this and that, and so you become really close. Yeah. Well, my, and then me and Billy, um, yeah. you know, we 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 we, really we both close. live in London, and we both kind of got on um, in the competition and got on in our with similar personal age, personal lives. Pers- yeah, we're similar age ish. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think ultimately it's because we didn't win. Okay. Um, yeah, it'd be quite a difficult partnership if you or well, I won. Yeah. yeah, well, it wouldn't I'd, have also, happened. Perhaps. No, yeah. Marshev wouldn't have let us. Wouldn't have let it happen. I don't think. So you might. Cause so the, thank we, God you lost then, basically. Well, yeah, Otherwise absolutely. Otherwise, we wouldn't yeah. have Billy and Jack. These things, these, you know, they're very um, uh, bake-offs. I think is probably even worse uh, in the sense of what your contractors do. But you know, we weren't actually allowed to do anything together for eighteen months. Mm. Um, I think they still own all the recipes that we did on the show. So, um, but they 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 gave us their blessing, and we you know went off and. The rest is history. Yeah. 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 So you're great entertainers. I've actually we've cooked together a couple of times. We cooked together in France, and we last year cooked at the Street Smart, fantastic charity we where did. you were great, very chefy and professional. And I Good washer, washers up yeah, as well. We were all great washer uppers. How do you both entertain at home, each of you individually? So if you have twelve people coming over for supper, you've got. 
you know, buy a, a week table. to prepare, Billy, if <laughs> you want it. You've got a whole week. Yeah, I got, I got. What are you going to do? Like, what's your kind of, what are your kind of like signature dinner party moves? Genuinely, I can't actually remember the last time I cooked at home. I, could, I can tell you I had a very Jack memorable a lot. dinner party at Billy's, which was kind of a weird oh, one. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, can I tell this story? Yes. You are telling it, go on. <laughs> well, no, because uh, two years, well, 18 months ago, two years ago, shit, two years ago, actually, Billy was diagnosed with um, thyroid cancer. Um, he's good now, as yeah, I'm you can good. see. I'm, I'm fighting fit. He's got can't even see this guy. Um, but yeah, we had we had dinner at your house before you went in for the op, and uh, and it was mental. And you served me a salad and a wok. <laughs> salad and a wok. He ran out of plates. That's a uni student. <laughs> very, well, so why not? But it was I mean, very it, tasty. It, yeah. it fit the salad in perfect. It's got a handle to pass round. I was like, I got slated for it. I thought it was genius. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, was only, it was only me that was slating you for it. But yeah, you, you cooked the most amazing Korean, Korean yeah. feast. And I think like, what what a lot of what we do. I mean, when I do dinner parties, I mostly cook Italian food. But we don't cook Italian food or Korean food in our dinner, in our kind of dinner clubs or supper clubs. Supper we do clubs. very kind of like British contemporary. But at home when we're entertaining, I think we just go off and do like do Vietnamese or, or I mean I did once where I went mental and made like a thousand curries. Wow! So I use me personally. I think you too. We use like they kind of when we have friends round to kind of just do the whatever we want to cook. Enjoy. It's almost like we're not. Performing. chefs at that point we're okay. just like oh, oh what do you want to cook oh i like korean food let's make some korean food because you don't have to worry about it yeah so it's kind of different i think so I'm you don't do the whole kind of, you wouldn't do like a kind of starter main pudding formal it's more just like yeah smash it was, and grab. We'll, we'll still do that i just think it just would do a different sort of cuisines and stuff that we're not so it's not like a busman's holiday basically. yeah yeah so. that's 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 the way of putting it yeah yeah but i know i mean we love eating asian food as well and also you can get so much flavor in quickly so you don't have to start on wednesday for something that you eat yeah. on saturday um, None of that which is pre-prep. which is yeah so no i mean uh, the ingredients that you can get in london now there's so many oriental supermarkets you can just and obviously amazon you can pretty much get anything yeah, you need amazon, my cupboards are literally oh, stuff chinese supermarkets like the oh, best saturday it. afternoon now anyway ever isn't it but I, I generally cook italian food that's kind of my at home well you make pasta you still yeah, make pasta, I make to pasta and the wife yeah, yeah. Which I did. I didn't make passage. I did. Yeah. No, I did make passage impress my wife. Actually, yeah. Got that, 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 that's just the same old trick every single time. The old one trick Jeez. pony. <laughs> yeah. It's so lucky that it's lucky that people like pasta. Um, not gluten intolerant. Yeah, exactly. No, I, just, I yeah, I don't know. I just I, that's the food I really love to kind of um, eat and cook. It's very it's, romantic food. Yeah. Italian food is sexy food, and it's also easy. To a certain extent, yeah. Because you can, you know, for like you can chuck it on, slow cook it, or it's like either it's like really slow and and it take, but you leave it and it's slow cooked, or it's really quick. So that's quite I, I like that, and it, you know, it's it's relaxed and easy. Yeah. Plus, I'd, if if people come to my house and and we're cooking kind of like food that we might be doing at supper club or food that I'm thinking about or developing a recipe of, then I've got to take photographs of it and yeah. then I've got to like worry about it and like dissect it and go, oh, do you think I need a bit more like spice in that like puree? And they go, oh, shut up, just <laughs> let's just have a nice time. <laughs> so you're both definitely advocates for, I guess, quality of ingredient and technique. What's your view on kind of the rise of veganism? Are your kind of Customers more hungry for plants? Are you doing oh, we, we did a, we did a, We did a vegan um, dinner club on in Veganuary just to jump on the, yeah. the bandwagon. And also, it was great fun to test ourselves because we do, yeah. although we do do a vegetarian option at every one that we do, 
we they don't necessarily they're not necessarily vegan because obviously we well, never we, vegan no really, never vegan they? so it was, yeah. it was it was a bit like going back on MasterChef and actually challenging mm. ourselves to do five courses purely wow, five vegan courses. which was actually great fun and we think it came out quite well everyone seemed to enjoy it will you um, do another one this year do you think probably in January yeah def- <laughs> no definitely definitely <laughs> Next I think year. yeah no it was really great because we came up with. Um, you know, we came up with uh, ways to get flavour into dishes that didn't resort to using kind of dairy or like we use a lot of butter in our supper clubs. Yeah. If you ever come to one of our supper clubs, that's about six kilos of butter. I mean, doing the orders is an, an automatic five kilo butter that goes in. <laughs> <laughs> so like, not using butter can, was really I difficult. Com- I completely under ordered the oil for when we were doing the vegan because obviously we cook everything in oil. So I needed to top that up. What would through. you cook vegan? if you had 12 vegans for supper? Dinner party at home, what would you cook them? I'd, I'd I'd crack out the uh, the one we did, which was a really beautiful um, mushroom. Oh, uh, so there's lots of stuff on it. So it's like mushrooms, like king oysters, yeah. uh, mixed mushrooms that we cooked down in a in a kind of mixture of soy and mirin. Uh, there's again, uh, I think yeah, there was wine. a lot it's, of it's, stuff it's in it. Basically, to, to get a lot of flavor. umami in it, so it's yeah. got the Asian flavors, and then on top of a um, a, lent- a lentil dish, which is created using. Um, mushroom stock from the dehydrated wild mushrooms but then you burn loads of onions and when he says burn of, you, you yeah, literally put, have to like they have to go black yeah put loads of stock in it and then cook that down and then you use those two stocks to cook the lentils in and it gives it amazing flavor but it's actually a very cheap and b very easy wow and yeah. but it gives you such delicious it's unbelievable levels of flavor and then with, with uh, yeah. a black garlic puree it's yeah black it, garlic it's, puree, it tastes very meaty with obviously out having any meat in it yeah I had at home my wife was was did not believe they didn't have beef stock in it Wow. I mean, I had a mushroom the other day that was literally like meat. It was huge as well. You might know Love the name mushrooms. of it. Yeah, mushrooms are cool. A beefsteak mushroom, maybe? No, it wasn't that. It had a funny name. <laughs> I'll, I'll, it will come to me. It will come to me. How often do you do your supper clubs? Once a month. Roughly. Once a month? God, I didn't know that. That's once, loads. Once, once a month. Also, we took April off because Billy was in Barbados. My fault. Uh, <laughs> no, just yeah, we do. We try and do once a month. Okay, fine. So keep it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's good because it, you know, it and it changes every month. Uh, everything is always seasonal, so um, we never repeat a menu. And we probably probably should be better about recording the menus that we do yeah. because sometimes we've oh, so remember the recipe. Done that before. <laughs> you should definitely do that. You should definitely keep them, print them, and keep they're them. They're definitely somewhere. I, I always take at least one from every event I've ever done. Yeah, or God knows it. where they are. I have a file. You need a file. Them. Get a file. We, 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 we find them in the we look at like people with a file? <laughs> <laughs> so you've done a lot for charity. I know. I mean, you also ran the marathon. This half, half, half marathon. marathon. We half can't, marathon. can't claim to run I mean, the full marathon. marathon yesterday. Both of you ran it, so technically it's a marathon. Billy no, and Jack ran true, a marathon. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you do lots for charity. Is that something, cooking for charitable causes, is that something you're going to, you kind of are going to continue to push? And Yeah, definitely. I mean, we, we obviously do stuff for cancer research because of, my history and my my family's history um it's a great charity or to obviously support and as we have a platform with the skills to do it and raise money and awareness then definitely something that we will continue to do um mm, definitely but it also allows we know it's really nice to do stuff with different charities and learn about what they're doing like so the street mart street Street one we did with you was great we should do it again that was really good and we know we cooked with you and Eal and and that you know that was really entertaining and then um, we also do a lot of stuff with cancer research. We, we support them with different stuff. So we 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 yeah we did the half marathon um, with uh, loads of people from Great British Bake Off, which was great. Yes, um, and you did the recipe book. And a little recipe book, but then also we did like an event with cancer research where we were hosting with Jodie Kidd, 
um, uh, and with loads of Mission Star chefs. So I think, you know, it's important, I think, that you do do something. Um, so it's a privilege to be able to do it, but it's also really good fun. So, yeah. You know. What about muck-ups in the kitchen because we're all like us amateur chefs want to know like when even on the show when has been the worst kitchen muck-up that obviously you've turned into a masterpiece well, <laughs> my, 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 my final three dishes there wasn't anything on any plates with two minutes to go really and i was amazed it was only just the egg yolk that didn't make it on oh no there was a bit of crackling that i was actually eating that was supposed to go time. on it. That was perfectly cooked, but I, my brain had just gone to literally like scrambled egg. Yeah, that was really, that was, was quite like, entertaining. You, when you finish um, filming on MasterChef and Greg does his, you know, that's it, stop, put, put the plates down. <laughs> um, <laughs> walked over to Billy and then it was like, he's like, you're right, Billy. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, they look good. They don't look good. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> you, were, yeah, you were literally just chubbing on his thing. I was like, what's that? It's like crackling. Is that what? Yeah, it's better got on a plate. But, you know, <laughs> I lost anyway. the plot. I had I honestly lost the plot. But yeah, that was my worst to uh, actually. I thought I was going to be the first one ever in MasterChef history to put three empty plates up. So I was pretty pleased that something went out. But then I think, you know, that was one thing. But then when we decided to start cooking for the public, Not for the and public. then we moved from being being able to, and practicing to cook like one dish for John and Greg, or like two dishes or something, to cooking 40 people was... Yeah, you learn quickly. Huge learn- challenge. <laughs> and we didn't have a clue. Like, we really fucked up. Mate, honestly, Terribly. we had... We did a winter frito misto for our first supper club, I think, for 40. And we had two little home fryers. And I was on the frying section. And I had literally kilos of, like, kale, mushrooms. And I was like, Jack, it's going to take us about an hour to cook all this. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone got one of one mushroom, and that was about it. And oh. I was covered in batter. <laughs> I mean, we had, we had, even doing the flatbread, so that our supper club, we had a bit of a... We just hadn't planned a recipe. And then... You saved the day, right? Well, Jack make, just had, saved the day. It just no, made just, up a recipe and was just on the flatbreads. 60 flatbreads. <laughs> we were staggering them. We were staggering them as they, as they went out. I think, that, you know, that hopefully most people, when they came to those very, very early events, didn't realise that it was all going wrong behind the scenes. I think... But, you know... I mean, I it was an open kitchen. It was an open kitchen, So it's actually. always a worry when you have an open kitchen and uh, it doesn't go so well. <laughs> but we're much better now. Any do's, I mean, any do not do's that you've learned that you would, like, pass on to? Eggs. Eggs. What, do not do eggs? No, because every time we try and do them, there's always some issue. I don't know why. It's just my nemesis. And then I get Jack to do them and you mean like the a same problem. egg or something? <laughs> I, just, I, I don't know. I think when it comes to that sort of thing, and it's exactly the same with having a dinner party, get everything done. Yeah, prep. Before, prep you know, key. get the prep done. because And also look at recipes that... There's a lot of recipes out there where you don't need to actually do any cooking, you know, really. You just either you can reheat stuff or you put it in the oven or you, you quickly like pan fry something and that's it. You don't do anything. So when we when we first doing it, we were still chopping vegetables when our guests were arriving. Whereas now when our guests are arriving, done. you know, we're in a kitchen, we're having a little chat, everything's done, we're relaxed. Literally it's just about those oh, timekeeping. It's, yeah. it's improved yeah. immensely. And Jack's a very good head chef. But you don't know this until you've been, Jack's head chef. Through it. Are you not both head chef? No, you in service, I'm You can't, have, you can't really? have two yes. head chefs. It just wouldn't work. That's so interesting. I'm more than happy to be a number two because Jack's far better organised than I am. Okay. I'm not, bit, I yeah. mean, <laughs> it just brings me back nightmares of being shouted at by Stevie Parley and Kraft when I was butter poaching turbots. 
I just ignored him terrifying. and just kept, just kept going at my own pace and then just handing them one. <laughs> and he was like, Chef, I asked for three. And I was like, okay, another two are coming. <laughs> I just don't know why. I just couldn't quite get... And my head just didn't work. I know. I just love, I just love service. I mean, like, I have just, seen you in just, action. It's so you're great. great. But you're also great at just playing around with kind of random ingredients thrown at you. When we cooked together in France, we were whipping out stuffed courgette flowers and they deep were frying good, stuff they and were good. there was saffron potatoes what else was I mean it was, it was pretty I, I guess the sort of I made a salad Mediterranean type food very loads. simple we <laughs> just kept it simple you've got to keep it simple when the sun's out yeah that's true it's, yeah it just I don't know I think I think you know as, as with anything the more you do it the more you practice the better it gets right and yeah. I mean, you know where we are now three years on it's so different to where we were yeah. even after you know MasterChef and MasterChef was it was like doing a university degree in three months. So what about favourite meals? Most memorable dinner party or meal? I know that you guys love going out as well, so Ooh. most Ooh. memorable meal. Well, we, Doesn't uh, have to be together. It can be separate as well. It can be pasta with your wife. Or I mean, like... together's easy. Sat Baines was amazing. Has anyone been to Sat Baines in, in Nottingham? Heard of it? Has anyone, has anyone been to Nottingham? <laughs> <laughs> You're not missing out. It's where I'm from. <laughs> Sat Baines in Nottingham, we went for our uh, Christmas party. Um, in December, and it, it was life-changing. I would say, best food I've ever had. Uh, but we sat in the kitchen as well, which was which was pretty awesome. Wow, um, that's cool. And uh, yeah, just it, it, words can't really express how good it, how good it was. I mean, he left us with a 350 gram tub of caviar to go on the top of a potato. Wow. Yeah. I think he only got half back. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And then we had, we went for the adventurous wine pairing, and so we ate this, and then we had the wine. And I can't remember what it was, like a Chardonnay Blanc or something like that. And then, so you're eating it and you can taste potato and caviar. And then you have your wine and you taste the grapes. And then suddenly your mouth just went boom. And all you could taste were oysters. It was unbelievable. Wow. Like, I've never had anything like it. Jack had had a few wines before this though. I had had a few wines. <laughs> I was going to say. I just, that was number eight <laughs> on the table. No, it, it was true. How it was amazing. How many courses? How many glasses of wine? Uh, ten courses. Ten, ten glasses cor- of wine. Wow, I just would be on the floor by then. Yeah, it was pretty rich. But we could we could handle it. I think maybe having the cocktails afterwards was a mistake. <laughs> so was that collectively the best meal then? I think it's the best meal I've had out. But then again, you know, I, I, it's such a difficult question, isn't it? Because you know, probably a meal that I would want to go back to is is eating a whole like tandoori uh, red snapper on a beach in Goa. Yeah, bliss. You know, just with some rice and some slaw or something. You know, and that's obviously nothing compared to. To Sat Baines, but they, it, I think it does different things. Yeah, so. it's like fish and chips on the beach. Oh yeah, like fish and chips in Cornwall on the beach. Yeah, you or ice cream on the beach. Yeah. yeah, agreed. Billy loves a sandwich. I do love That's a sandwich. What you need to know about Billy. Billy loves anything in bread. Billy, have you been to Dusty Knuckle Bakery I in haven't. East London? Oh, you you need to go. I it's haven't even been to Max's Sandwich the Shop best yet either. Sandwich. Yeah, oh, I think it's better. I'll take Ooh. you. Oh, wow. right, okay, well, we'll, we'll have to go. Both. <laughs> I did, <laughs> did go to um, Black Axe Mangal for the first time, oh, yeah? which was pretty incredible. And they had the foie gras donut. Wow. Which was... That's I'm a not, bit much for me. Yeah, it was, it was... I only had half because I was like, I've got Pacing a lot more, lot more to eat. But yeah, that was a pretty good meal. <laughs> pretty out there. So what about hidden talents or party tricks? I know, I mean, I know that you, um, Jack, are a fan of folk music. Can you sing? Can you sing any folky tunes? Can you hold a tune right now? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to sing. <laughs> um, uh, I I used to do a lot of music. Yeah, so but I haven't. I, that's used not, to past tense. Yeah. He still so does. Cool. It's not something. I do. So what does. do you do? So do you play the guitar? I play the violin. You play the violin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wow. I used to be in a, in a yeah, and this sounds. 
God. Happy to talk about food. You're looking, you're looking at me just going... Well, hang on, uh, what's your claims of fame? Didn't Ben Howard once ask you to come on tour with him and you told him no because you didn't <laughs> think he was any good? No, no, I used to play the violin a lot and, uh, and, and that allowed me to do some cool stuff. Like I, got, I got to like... Um, I was at, played at a festival there, met Bonnie Tyler and, and Amy wow. Winehouse and people like that. It was quite good and... And uh, that's so cool. That, yeah, Bonnie Tyler was an absolute highlight. Wow. Oh my god, she's she's brilliant. <laughs> oh my god, um, that's so cool. Yeah, so f- I'm I'm big into folk and traditional music. It's kind of the thing I like. So that's that's your party trick. When you, I always make people. In fact, in my family, we do a lot of kind of music after dinner kind of thing. We all like pick up guitars and start singing. So I next ham- time you ham- come for supper, you'll have to bring your ballet. I love that. I love that. When, the, the, when we were in Mexico with MasterChef, uh, after we'd had a massive kind of five course tasting menu and then went to a, me- like had this mezcal thing and then we went to see Mexican wrestling and then we went back Mexican to the Mexican wrestling. Go back. Mexican wrestling. Yeah, we're in, we're in Mexico City. So you have to go to Mexican wrestling. Okay. So we did all of this. And then at four o'clock in the morning, I, I, Apparently stole a violin off a mariachi band. Wow! And um, getting better and better. And then, then they they chasing me through this hotel lobby, like screaming at me to get their violin back. And then I but then apparently I started playing an Irish jig, and they all they were all rather impressed. How, you say apparently is is there no video footage of this or anything? Uh, well, I don't know. Is there? I'm not sure. <laughs> not I wasn't sure. even there. I don't think. <laughs> Gutted to miss that. And what about you, Billy? Any hidden talents, party mm, tricks? Not really. I'm really? a cricket. bit boring. Cricket? Well, yeah, but I don't really play anymore now. In my, I in my youth, I was pretty cricket. good at cricket. But, I mean, not to that high a level. I think, I think you're being... Yeah, you're a very good cricketer, from what I've heard. I mean, I, I played in the game with Kevin Peterson once. I mean, if anyone knows cricket. He's probably the best player, English player I've played with or against. What's Stuart Broad? Oh, yeah, well, Brody, but I forgot about him. <laughs> I know that you're not drinking tonight because you're being really well-behaved. Negroni. Favourite cocktail. Easily Negroni. Negroni. Great. Uh, um, dark rum old-fashioned. Oh, very nice. I mean, still, both of you, pretty classic right oh, up yeah. there. Oh, yeah, very classic. Are you, will you serve cocktails when you have dinner at home? Do you serve a pre-dinner cocktail? I love serving cocktail. Probably yes. Negroni, actually. Yeah, Negronis, like, yeah, um, Aperols, you know, any of that sort of stuff. Uh, Negronis anything... are easy because you can, like, mix yeah. them in a jug and then just pour it. Or anything you can put into, like, sparkling. Yeah. Like, give people, I mean, by default, sparkling. Yeah. But then if or... you're going to chuck something in it, that's great as well. Make a bit Bellini. of cassis or something, or Bellini. Or, yeah. Cassis, yeah. And then, like, after dinner, yes. I, have a, uh, I have a tradition at my dinner parties where after dinner, everybody has to do shots. Um, and it's normally whatever I've got in the cupboard, which was much more entertaining before we did any of this stuff. Because now we do all this stuff. You now I've got quite a lot stuff. of nice stuff <laughs> yeah. in the cupboard. And so when I say do shots, we're like, well, would you want the kettle one? Do you want the nice rum? Do you like this? And then back, like, back in the day, it was, do you want this bottle of grant whiskey i got from like crete one year (laughs) and is it i don't know can you get the top off or i bought like some i bought like a spirit made out of the cashew nut fruit from india wow that was horrible that tasted really nice in goa there are some horrible stuff out there and then uh yeah so i normally get people to do shots and i think the last good dinner party i had which is a while ago now because all my friends have, have have had children so we don't do dinner parties anymore but um uh, uh, no. <laughs> what about brunch? Oh, well, brunch we is could, yeah, friendly. but then if you do, if you do brunch, you don't end up at six o'clock yeah, okay, in the morning. Fine, people like dancing yeah. on the sofa and have yeah. no recollection how you got there. That was a good dinner party. Controversially, I don't really like brunch. I'm more of a breakfast lunch person. I just I think, it, think, I just think it gets in the way of a good lunch. Yeah. Well, I like breakfast and lunch. 
So I will often have brunch I mean, you can't and then have, lunch. You can't have brunch and then a long lunch, can you? Because that's just like a longer lunch. I think you just give it a different name. It is what it is. But, you know, you could start Depends lunch early you start. <laughs> <laughs> so most, those, most memorable meal, what about most memorable dinner parties at home? Yeah, so definitely the, the one I did where I think... Cashew, 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 cashew nuts, fruit, spirit. If anybody knows what that is, it was called fenny or something. I can't remember. That was, I mean, I do. Yeah, that was, it was literally like I drugged everybody because it just ended up being completely debauched. <laughs> and I honestly thought like two married couples were going to split up and then get with each other's like partners. And, <laughs> oh my God. and, uh, and yeah, I mean, yeah. Alcohol's good for dinner Alcohol parties, is isn't good. it? Alcohol I, is good. And, for and I also parties. made a really lovely curry, and I only told everyone afterwards that it was a beef heart curry, and then they, some people got really upset with me. I was going to say, I they weren't vegetarian. No, they weren't vegetarian, but they just like they were like, "Oh, this is really beefy." Oh, so I was like, "It's a beef curry, <laughs> beef heart curry." I had a beef heart in the freezer. I need to get used, get rid of it. So one heart for a whole curry. Well, no, I had a couple. I and quite big as well. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I want to think about it. Makes a good curry though. <laughs> It's like the, which, the, uh, the, the, the duck heart curry at Hoppers is fantastic. Okay, good question. Where best places to eat out in London right now? Oh, that is a very good Actually, question. I do have an answer. Go on. Um, I thought you would. East Croydon, there's a little restaurant. East in Croydon, Bo- that's not even in London. In Box Park. <laughs> well, you know, you know the restaurant. You can vouch for it. There's a little, we know these guys because we did a little bit of work for them, with them ages ago, or I did a bit of work with them. And um, it's a cool place called Bow Bow in East Croydon in Box Park. And it, it's like, if you like Bow, as in like the restaurant Bow, but also the food Bow, this just knocks the socks off anything I've ever had okay. from Taiwanese food. And the, the head chef's a guy called John. He's from Taipei. And he just knows his shit and it's a, honestly bow bow that's what it's called it's the best food see I love an old school restaurant what are you going to say Le, Le Colombier in oh, Chelsea I love that it's about 45 years old proper yeah. old school French great hospitality yeah really great gotta go for lunch though yeah arrive at midday and leave just before dinner service really nice classic that's yeah it, and like everywhere classic River yeah. Cafe never been I've never been guys gosh we got to go. Yeah. We've got to make it happen. I, I, my my favourite restaurant I go to a lot is actually one in Brighton called Plateau. Okay. Uh, because anyone, anyone kind of goes to Brighton a lot. It's just opposite the town hall. And okay. that's, uh, that's, that's so cool because it's, it's a wine bar, small plates, everything's relaxed. You know, cutlery comes in a little jug um, and that's inventive food as well. So it's kind of modern, but it's super relaxed. It's my, nice. Probably one of my favourite restaurants. Any, and anything to add to that, Billy? I've got a lovely little Turkish barbecue on Labrock Grove called The Fez. It's amazing. Okay. I'd probably go there at least twice a week. Okay, good. Another oh, yeah. one Do- good Dosa and Chutney in, in um, Tooting Broadway as well. It's the worst restaurant interior because it's all mirrored. So, so you like, can see everything. It's, it's horrible. Like the, the ceiling, I think, is mirrored and the sides are mirrored and it's all plastic. And like the, I think the floor is mirrored. And it's ri- and the door's always open. Are you saying you don't like looking at yourself? It, <laughs> it could be the best restaurant ever, but the food is unbelievable. I mean, so is that like Indian food? Love Indian food. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. cool. Three things that you would advise to always have in your cupboard to throw together a quick and very good dinner party dish. They do, you can do it. Gosh, I wish you told us this before. Technically six. What's, what's, the, um, what's the Korean chili paste? We gochujang. 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 Definitely one because a it's fermented chili, so it lasts forever, and it is just amazing. Just the 
it's so much flavour, but you just bang it in with a bit of a bit of stock, and then you've got a little, pretty much like a homemade soup if you want it. That's one ingredient. That's one. Am I going three three yeah, myself? Three. Yeah, I yeah. Get, I get three. Six. Oh, that is that is interesting, right? Green lentils, bit boring. Green lentils, but God, I love I them. Would not think that. Now, honestly, after that vegan dish that we made, I've, it's a lentil man. I, oh, I, also, I also overordered, and green I still lentils. have a lot of green lentils. <laughs> Literally, I've probably got about <laughs> seven kilos of green lentils because <laughs> I, having lentils. I, I didn't factor in that one bag feeds. This is why you're so healthy. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't realize one bag feeds forty. That's true, actually. Okay, so green lentils will forever be in your pantry. And yes, they will always be there. <laughs> nice little classic French green lentils. Lovely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah true. Probably With the Korean chilli paste. Classic. <laughs> I've not tried that before, actually. Yeah, <laughs> Korean chilli paste lentil. I might have that tonight. <laughs> I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, do. And what else in the cupboard? I mean, I love a potato waffle in the freezer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't, I'm, well, I'm, a, I'm a northerner. <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't love a potato waffle? Come on, see everyone loves. Them. Everyone loves a potato waffle. So hang on. So I've got Korean lentils with a potato waffle on the top. That sounds yeah. good. I mean, it's plenty of stodge. Definitely it's pretty fusion. That's definitely fusion. <laughs> yeah. out there. It's definition of fusion. What about you, Jack? Uh, what what blah, 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 what do I have in my cupboards? Um, I guess anchovies. I've always got anchovies, anchovies in the cupboards, and they seem to go in everything. Yeah. Um, like in dressings, in sauces, in marinades, and everything else like that. Uh, smoked salt is something that we use an awful lot of. Where so do you get your smoked salt? Just Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's Saints, 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 oh, brand, oh, or, right, like, right. or like, or Malden, or what's the other one? Cornish Saints, Saints, Saints. Well, we used to use the Malden stuff, yeah. but actually, I prefer the Cornish Saints. Yeah, the Cornish Saints. Okay, yeah, I love Cornish Saints because it comes in a tub. Yeah, it's so yeah, it's more easy to yeah, use. Yeah. Um, I always fill up those tubs. Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not helping you do a dish, is it? Um, but in a, like, okay, like quick dinner party. Salt and anchovies. I, mean, I would, I would just like, uh, like garlic, butter, and spaghetti. Yeah. Okay. That's and or anchovies. Anchovies. And, 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 yeah, chuck anchovies in there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Make, butter um, as well. Always. Key. I've always got butter in the fridge. Yeah. Like, there's me never. Too. I never butter eggs anchovies. Yeah. Decent <laughs> breath in your household. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> and mustard. <laughs> There's always something fermenting in the back of the fridge as well. Like, Yum. Like, intentionally or non-intentionally. Did you ever find those those eight garlic cloves, the uh, heads of garlic? Yeah, they didn't work. Oh. Oh. Jack was trying to make black garlic and he, he, he forgot them for about two months. How do you make black garlic? Well, you, well, said, you don't well, know. Actually, I've got a bone to pick with Tommy Banks about this. So, if, you know, if anybody knows Tommy Banks... Um, uh, I mean, he's a good. He's a, like he's a two Michelin star chef. Or, oh, he's great, or, you know. And he said you could just wrap them in tin foil and put them in your airing cupboards, and then two months later you'll have black garlic. And I thought fantastic, and I had like a dozen bulbs of garlic left over from something, so I wrapped them all in tin foil. I don't have an airing cupboard, but um, so I put them in like a kind of utility cupboard, and it didn't work. What happened? They sprouted. <laughs> no, they just got like really mouldy. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. So that didn't work. Did, for a long time, I was getting back from work and just going, what's the smell in here? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was fermenting black garlic. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> not not and then Love last it. question. Three people, if you could have anyone in the world. Ooh, Again, par- it's Ooh. six technically, really, because you've got, there's, but there's two of you. For a dinner party. For a dinner party, alive or dead, can be a Disney character. Who would you have and why? Oliver Reed, because he was a hell of a luncher. Good one. He used to throw chairs through windows. I mean, that was proper rock and roll in those days. 
That's one. Gives you time to think. Gosh, I don't know. That's that's really horrendous question to ask. Um, that's a great question. I'll go next. Theresa May, because I really want to know what really? the hell she's up to. Oh my god, she would ruin a dinner party. I'll get the thumb screws out and we can all get a few <laughs> answers. <laughs> what, and for you to like loads of lentils until she. I just got Oliver Reed to badger her for four hours. <laughs> Oliver Reed and Theresa May. No, you yeah, know, the the third is a real hot seat. Who's, who, who's the third then? Give us the third. <laughs> I'm not sure I can top those two. That would be a weird. I, I would. I think I would. Um, Keith Floyd. Nice. Get him to give me a hand in the kitchen. Cool. Because um, I think he was a bit of a yeah nut job. That'd be really good. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like I want. Like someone like Beyonce, no Taylor yeah. Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Fucking wow. love Taylor Swift. Have you listened to the new you song? Love Taylor Swift. So good. Oh my gosh, you're astounding me. I'm just there's I'm there's all this surprising I th- stuff I think, coming I think, out. I think I think Tay Tay would, would would have Tay-Tay. a lot to bring to a dinner party, <laughs> and and I think that um, she's she seems clever. She's she's a self-made woman. She is. But she's, so she's got a lot to talk about. Lena Dunham, who is definitely really clever, is like Bezzy's with uh, Tay Tay. Absolutely. So, who was my first one? Taylor Swift, Keith Floyd. Keith Floyd, Taylor Swift. And ah. last one, guys. I'm going a bit dull and going Sir Alex Ferguson because he's a legend. Okay. He loves red wine, I mean, horse racing and football. Well. So. Him, Theresa May, Oliver Reed. I'm going to chuck in someone from the past just, okay. just, just for the hell of it. I don't know. Take your pick. No idea. Someone, 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 someone preferably someone, someone dead. Yes. Okay. Someone Let's dead. From someone from the folk world. Shakespeare. Shakespeare, okay, yeah. Shakespeare. And what would you cook, Shakespeare? What would I cook, Shakespeare? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> is Taylor Keith Swift Freud. vegan? Uh, I don't know. Does anyone know if Taylor Swift is a vegan? I'll call her. Probably. I'll ask. Have you got a number? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, I would, I don't know, I'd cook them. I'd get Billy. We'd, we'd do a Billy and Jack dinner club with them. That'd okay, be, that's that, a good that, idea. That, that's so really you'd have all six. So it would be a very we'd have all well-rounded table. We'd definitely, definitely do some beef wellington. Or oh, we'd beef welly. And if, and if they're vegan... And not welly. No, no beef welly. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> That's the worst dinner party ever, isn't it? <laughs> no, I definitely want to come. <laughs> I think it sounds awesome. You're all invited. Only if there are green lentils. That's the only reason. 100%. Come. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. And thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you very much. Well, and thank you for everyone for thank listening you. to yeah. Pleasure. You have to like, quickly get, get an Uber to watch Game of Thrones. And then, just quickly, where can people find you? I'm mean, outside of this room. Where can we find you online? Where can we find your supper clubs? Wandering the streets of Soho. No. <laughs> With a massive bag of lentils. Occasionally. Uh, yeah, Chinese supermarkets on a Saturday afternoon. Um, but no, uh, so billionjack.co.uk, pretty easy. If you type in billionjack onto Google, I think we're pretty much the first things that pop up. You are, actually, I checked um, this morning. SEO is good. Well, it's not good too many Jack. things called Billion Jack, <laughs> thankfully. Um, and I thought there was an American firm that have billionjack.com because we tried to get it, didn't we? They do, they do. It's not .com, you but .co.uk. The they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't sell it to me. Um, or on Instagram, so uh, that's Billy and Billy underscore and underscore Jack. But if you search Billy and Jack again, we pop up like a nasty rash. So. <laughs> Brilliant, cool. And anything that people should be looking out for next supper club? Yeah, we're going to be releasing some dates soon for the next load of supper clubs, which will be uh, July, July, August, August September. September. Oh, Unison, like that. Which will be really fun. Yeah. Um, and we're we're at a load of food festivals as well. 
popping up all over the shop. Not really in London, though. So if you're London based, yeah, we are. We're doing Tower, Tower of London. Oh, Tower of London. In the old moat of the Tower of London. Taste, taste and we're doing London. taste on, in the, oh, on the Sunday. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we're just, you know, we're around. We're around. Okay, doing look bits out. Of, doing bits and pieces. <laughs> cool. Well, brilliant. Thank you so much again. Welcome. Thank you for having us. You Pleasure. Are. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you liked it, rate it, review it, talk about it, share it, and invite your friends around for supper. This has been a Studio 71 production. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.